Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Spark a Soul podcast. Today, I'm so, so excited to bring an honorable guest. Her name is Sandra Kuz. She is a trauma relief self-empowerment coach from Canada. And she has this very exciting and valuable topic to share with us. It's all about releasing trauma and triggers to find your way back to yourself. So before we dive in, let's give a big hand and a big welcome to Sandra. Thank you for being here. Hi, Jocelyn. So nice to see you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much. So why don't we start off with um, talking a little bit about yourself. Can you introduce yourself and just share a little bit about yourself, Sandra? Yeah. Well, my name is Sandra Kuz, living in Canada, originally from Germany. Love brought me here 17 years ago, still going. <laughs> Um, well, first and foremost, I'm a trauma survivor. I was molested when I was 12, sexually harassed when I was 14, bullied when I was 16, sexually assaulted multiple times between 19 and 25, and raped when I was 22. Now, being completely dismissed by my psychologist, I had to find my own way out of this. And I have to tell you, it was the best thing could have happened to me. Because on my healing journey, I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about what trauma healing really is about. And it just completely changed my life. And it's, it's amazing. Thank you for sharing that, Sandra. And I'm sorry for everything that you've gone through. And I really, really appreciate so much gratitude for sharing this out loud. Um, just being vulnerable with us because we all have stories and we all have lots to share. So without going too much in details and please share as much or little as, as little as you want, um, what made you realize that you, these, everything you were going through was trauma and that you needed help at that point? Well, as I was going through it, I wasn't really thinking about what I was doing. It was when I started to come out on the other side and look back. That's when I started to realize everything that I've overcome in the process. I mean, when you're stuck in the trauma, you just handle whatever life throws at you and try and deal with it. But at some point there's like, you climb that mountain and you go down on the other side. So that's the other side of life. And this is when I start to realize, wow, I've been through all this. Holy cow. So, and this is when you start to look at life from a different viewpoint and what I really loved is how much I learned I mean I still have triggers come up every once in a while not necessarily about my trauma but limiting beliefs upbringing other things but now I know how to handle those I know why they come up and I'm happy when they come up because I think yay something else that wants to leave and that's what I love to teach other people you know, to understand the triggers and really know how to work with them and be excited about them because they come up because you are ready to let them go. Wow, that's so powerful. How did you identify what these triggers look like for you? Well, triggers are in essence, a guiding light towards what needs healing within us. But when we're still stuck in trauma, we don't like to feel the bad. So we suppress, but what we suppress has to come back up. 
that's just how it is. I mean, you can't suppress anything and then it's just like a water bubble. Imagine a trigger is like a bubble in the water and you try to push it down and push it. At some point it just pops back up. It's unfortunate how it is, but the trigger is really just a memory of something that has already happened. And then you're being triggered in a situation where you don't want your body remembers and you don't want to feel like this again. And so the trigger is like a warning bell saying, no, don't go there. We've been there before. Not good. And then we push it down again. But every time we push the trigger down, it becomes worse because we add more emotions to it. And then at some point we explode and we lose it. And at some point I just was, well, actually it was an interesting story. Let's put it this way. I was, and my husband and I got married in 2004. We had my little cousins as bridesmaids that were, I think, four and seven years old. And then I moved to Canada and I hadn't seen them for a good 10 years until I came back for a reunion, a family reunion. And they grew into beautiful young women. And I just saw them and I just resented them. I hated them. I didn't want to look at them. I was like, whoa, what just happened? Because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And at the same time, I felt ugly, worthless. I felt guilt and shame for feeling this way and not understanding it. And it ruined the whole reunion for me because it was a constant trigger because I always saw them and I didn't want to feel this way because I love my cousins. So on the way home, I was thinking about it and trying to understand what I felt. Now, this was before I understood what we do with triggers. This was the first time I actually unraveled the trigger by myself and learned how to do it. So I was thinking about what happened and I was like, why do I feel this way? And so I understood I had to give my feeling a name because I just felt who knows what I didn't know. So I thought about it and it was jealousy. Now, jealousy, again, is only a mask for something we are lacking, something we want but can't have. Now, following this thought, why am I jealous? I felt completely ugly. I felt bad. I felt worthless. And I was thinking back to everything that happened to me. And I remembered when, after I was raped, I made myself invisible. I stopped wearing makeup, I wore only frumpy clothes, I gained 60 pounds, all to make myself as unattractive as possible to the opposite sex, which is completely understandable, it's a coping mechanism. So, but at the same time when I started to heal, I wanted to have my femininity back, but I couldn't because I was still too afraid to let go of the weight. Afraid that once I lose weight, everything starts all over again because everything happened when I was thin. So over time, I felt as ugly as I wanted the world to see me. And then I see my cousins, beautiful with makeup and thin and happy, and they don't have to worry about being thin and beautiful. They don't know the dangers. Or maybe they know, but they don't care about it because they haven't been through it. Whenever I dressed up, I was sexually assaulted or raped. So being beautiful for me meant danger. And understanding that was such a powerful moment because with that, I understood what I had to heal in order to really become who I wanted to be. 
Now, I still struggle with my weight, but it's more laziness than anything else, honestly. But I got my femininity back and I love who I am. I started wearing makeup again. My goodness, if you'd seen me two years ago, I had long hair down to my butt and dark. And now I'm like half long and short. Complete transformation. But that's because I heal, because I work through my triggers. But this was the ultimate first trigger I went through, I worked through. And I understood where it came from and I could start to heal. So if I were to reflect, um, having some space to yourself when you moved to Canada, you were kind of away from this negativity and then boom, one day you've been placed in this world where your cousins and relatives were being a reflection of the pain that you went through. So that must have been very hard and thank you for going into the depth of that. So it makes me wonder, how did you cope with that situation at that moment when all these negative feelings were coming through, all these memories were sinking you through? How did you like manage to stay confident at that moment? I allowed my feelings to be what they are. And I was sitting there, I was crying, but it was okay. I was just like, okay, this is what's going on. I don't like to feel this way. I don't want to feel this way towards anybody else. So let's deal with this. The thing is with triggers, once we understand where they're coming from, we're already halfway there. Because by understanding why we're being triggered, we know what has to happen to heal. And as we understand this aha moment is already healing because we're already starting to release. And the rest is, walk in the park after that honestly it's just this very moment to be brave enough to look at yourself and really go deep and understand your feelings yes i felt horrible i felt ashamed for a feeling like this even though i never said a word but i just felt like that on the surface of course i didn't but this was the moment that when i understood okay understand don't need this anymore something i need to heal got it and that was really it. There was no fanfares, no drums, nothing to do it. It was just, okay, got it. Let's do this. I love that spark, Sandra. I love how you just said, I asked myself why I let my emotions flood what you were actually feeling and you're being so true to yourself. Mm -hmm. and I think that's like the biggest step that anyone can take. So when you talked about um, reconnecting with your feminine side and being more confident, loving yourself a bit more, is that the beginning to your healing process? Or when did your healing process begin? Mm, well, my healing process came in stages. So the first, it was like, it's like puzzle pieces. Trauma healing is not something big. It's a little thing to make you go, hmm, and make you think. That's what really helps you heal. And the first thing was actually a friend of mine after I went to see the psychologist and was dismissed a few weeks later he came over and he's very he was very spiritual and he saw me sitting on the couch miserably giving up hitting rough bottom and he stood in front of me hands on his hips looking at me get a quartz crystal already I was like what <laughs> excuse me now I'm not sure how well virtualisms are with spirituality but um Crystals are believed to have energy that can help. And the quartz crystal in particular is called the poor man's diamond. Because energetically it is said to have as much value as the monetary value of a cut diamond. So 
and actually, this is it. Wow, beautiful. <laughs> Um, and he told me to take it to bed with me and just hold it in my hand and go to sleep. And lo and behold, after three months, I felt better. I felt lighter. It was like a weight had lifted. Now, I wasn't healed by any means, but it helped me to really find myself again. Then, of course, there was a time when my last ex-boyfriend before my husband broke up with me. He gave me the next piece of the puzzle that he said that, um, you know, I've just been married to a woman with mental issues and I really don't want to be in a relationship with another one. He wasn't mean, he just stated a fact. And honestly, I'm so glad he did it because for the first time I was looking at myself and I was looking at how I was in that relationship, but any relationship, my goodness, I sabotaged them all <laughs> because I wanted to be loved so much, but at the same time I had commitment issues. Of course, who wouldn't after all of this? So, and I looked at myself and I said, okay, I don't like the person I am. So I'm not gonna date until I'm a person I like to be with. So I don't know what happened, something shifted. Three months later, I'm with my husband. <laughs> so, kind of funny. Um, through what you just said, I think that's a great point that healing just doesn't mean one thing. And healing cannot just be defined in one way. Like you had tangible um, items like a stone or a rock that made you feel your calm and reconnect with yourself. You had relationships that made a spark in your life as well. So healing can be in many different ways and through many different uh, people or items. So one more thing that comes up based on what you said is you felt so reconnected to yourself that you started loving yourself again. Do you love yourself right now, Sandra? Yeah, I like who I am. How much? Very much. I wouldn't change myself for the world. <laughs> Beautiful. So it's just proof to the world that people who go through trauma, of course, very different trauma from very different people, is it's very challenging. But once you pass over that dark side or go through your own transformation, it is possible to love yourself again. So what would you tell to somebody else out there who's listening that might have gone through their own version of trauma? What, what would be one thing that you would tell them to keep in mind in this hard journey of theirs? Okay, one important thing is that there is no one size fits all to trauma healing. There are so many amazing modalities out there. I mean, we're so used that we go counseling, therapy, EMDR, and that doesn't work well that's it i can't be helped that's not true because look i do something completely different and i help so many people there's if you're more into spirituality there's so many spiritual practices that are amazing in helping with trauma healing like yoga eft emotion code body code reiki all those different modalities and different trauma healing approaches that's really there's so many different ways just gonna find the right one for you just don't give up continue your search fight for yourself you're so worth it and being free from trauma my god this is amazing i mean i woke up so happy every day just because i don't have to worry about feeling bad i can feel however i want to feel without being triggered and if i have a trigger come up and i feel like i'm probably going to cry at my husband here i'm working through something don't worry about me <laughs> i'll be good tomorrow and it's fine so just don't give up because 
Anybody can heal from trauma. Really, anyone, no matter how far, no matter how long ago, anyone. really sweet <laughs> that's really really sweet Sandra I love how you said just don't give up and anyone can get through trauma and I can see the confidence in what you're saying so I wonder why did you choose this topic to bring up today what part of your life are you working with right now that has to do with trauma and triggers well what I'm working through in my life right now is less trauma and more I guess limiting beliefs um, I chose the subject because mo when we're stuck in trauma, we only focus on the story. But the story will never change. We can't go back in time and make it unhappen. But for most trauma survivors, this is the only way this can get better if we can go back in time and it doesn't happen at all. But you can't unless we have time travel and even then We've seen enough time travel movies that this will be a bad idea in so many ways. But the thing is, we have to stop looking at the story because what happened was out of our control. So there's nothing that we did that caused this. This is number one, we have to understand. And then we have to move away from the story and allow our body to heal because our body is self-healing. And yet we only think it heals the physical part. No, it heals all parts but we have to allow it. Instead of staying stuck in the story, it's like if we would just rip up the scab from paper cut over and over again and we would constantly bleed. So we have to move away from the story and focus on ourselves, release it. And that's why I brought this up because releasing is the only way to heal from trauma. We have to allow the triggers to come forward and tell us what they have to share, the message, what we need to heal. That's the only way. This is the roadmap to trauma healing. And that's why I chose this subject because it's so simple, yet we have to know. And when we go to therapy, counseling, for the most part, we get coping mechanisms. We don't get healing. I say that's not good enough. We need healing. Focus on yourself, sit with your triggers, allow them to come forward and share their message and let them go. I can hear like big loud words of allowance and healing. Love it. Love that transformation connection between those two words. So one final question for you is, um, again, bringing back this hypothetical situation of someone who's listening that might be going through trauma on their own. What would you recommend as their first step, first baby step that they can take in a world like today to really bring out their voice of what they're feeling or even just jump on this transformation journey? Be brave. Don't be afraid of trauma. Trauma is like a heavy blanket that is like wrapping you in it until you're ready to let it go. So I believe that counseling or therapy is a very important first step, but it's only the first step. And then find out what you're drawn to and keep going. You can even do it on your own. Just always look within and don't be afraid of what you see. Because whatever you see is ready to come up and leave once and for all. But one method I would suggest at the very beginning is journaling. Journaling in a way that you just take a pen and some paper and just 
write whatever comes into your mind. So and after a while, you will notice that you're just writing and don't even know what you're writing. That's good because then you're just releasing on a subconscious level. You're releasing blockages on a much deeper level. Do that for a while. You don't have to read what you wrote. You can just burn it, shred it, bury it, flush it, whatever. Just get rid of it. Don't even look at it, but release it. And then you'll notice you will start to feel better. 80 steps, one step at a time. Amazing. And like you said, journaling is for you. It's absolutely for you. And it could be in any forms because traditionally people think that journaling is, journaling is like having a diary and sitting there writing a formatted letter to themselves. But nowadays you can journal by writing an email to yourself or recording a podcast to yourself. But yes. it's a voicing what you feel. So thank you for bringing that up. And this brings, brings us to the end of the podcast. So thank you so much, Sandra, for coming in today, sharing your own journey, talking about a very valuable topic and being here with us today. Really, really, really um, appreciate it. Thanks so much. Oh, you're well, welcome. I was glad to be here. <laughs>